We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi everyone, we're just about to start episode 2 of Business Marriage, but we just wanted to take this time to say a massive thank you to everyone who has supported us so far. Honestly, I know a lot of podcasts say this, but we really, really genuinely, from the bottom of our hearts mean it, the response to episode one was absolutely insane. Insane. It went into number 10 in the charts. We were listed in three of the top categories by Apple Podcasts. We've had, we've been in the charts in 12 different countries. We've had 35, at the time of recording, 35 five-star reviews. We're going to tell you a couple of our favourites in a second. We've had it published on a London news site. But more importantly than that, it was the responses, the feedback, the shares, the stories and how much you guys said that you enjoyed the podcast. It makes it all so worthwhile. Obviously, again, lots of podcasts say this stuff, but when it's just me and Hayley and my little team at Phonic and Hayley doing all the design stuff by ourselves, cobbling it together, it really means a whole, a whole lot to us because also we're competing with the likes of, you know, like the big celebrities. Yeah. We're, we're there with them in the charts. I mean, one we're day, James, it could be us. It could we be. could be celebrities. Big news but about just, a live event coming soon, I know, by the yes, way. Anyway. Very excited. Right, we're going to read one of each so, of our favourite... Yeah. Uh, podcast reviews by the way you can still leave a review obviously just scroll down to the bottom of your podcast app and you can leave a five star rating and you can leave a review as well so here's our favourite reviews that were left last week also don't forget just before we move on that you can watch the full video of me and James in action eye rolls and all on our YouTube channel at Business Marriage Pod you can click the link in the show notes as well you can find YouTube over there oh there you go okay so this is my favourite And it just says, love it, five stars. Honestly, this is such a great concept. Business marriage reflects so much of what many of us are going through on the daily. Crazy kids, late nights, stress, money worries, ambition, drive, and definitely not enough hours in the day for sexy time. Which is made abundantly clear from James in episode one. A great listen, well done guys, super relatable and a good laugh too. Thank you. That was written by Bird and Vic. I know who you are. And I just thought, how funny, because they're already picking up on your sexual frustration, James. And that came up a lot with people, didn't it? Didn't I had, it? So, I had somebody privately message me and said, you sound so, so sexually frustrated. And I speak as somebody who knows. I'm not going to mention who that was, but you know who you are. <sighs> you know who you are. My favourite one was from I Am Disturbance. Um, shout out to Jamie. Thank you for leaving the feedback. What a great five stars. Hilariously relatable. What a great idea. And boy, did it deliver. Those, I thought it was only us moments captured brilliantly to epitomise both parenting and business partners. Thank you for your vulnerability and letting us enjoy a glimpse into what life's like with the birds. So again, thank you, thank, thank you, thank you. Thank if you. you'd like a shout out on the podcast, then leave a rating or review. We'll read our favourites every week, oh, shall we? I like that. And don't forget, if you want a small business shout out, you can email us at hello at businessmarriagepod.com. You can also send us a share Fucking the love hell, letter. Where... Send us a letter. Send us a courier pigeon. <laughs> send a pigeon <laughs> courier. I would know. <laughs> I was going to say, share the love. If you've got someone you'd love to share the love with, maybe you want a little note. Oh, that was awful. You loved it. Maybe you want to tell someone in your work that you care about them. Maybe it's a partner that you just want to say, I love you. You can't say it to their face because they're just annoying. Then send it over. There you go. Anyway, we said we'd be quick, short. I know, we haven't been. So sit back, get your cup of tea, and here's episode number two. Of Business Marriage Podcast. 
the iTunes Top Rated Podcast. Yeah! <laughs> this show is a Phonic Media production. Welcome to episode two of Business Marriage, where today we're talking about... Designing your life. Sorry, start again. I didn't realise you were going to do that. <laughs> I'm not even starting again. <laughs> That's so unfair. So GMTV, isn't it, that jingle? Can't believe you literally would not start that again. No. I messed that up big time. Oh, yeah, you should be. Like, what's, what's my motto? Actually. Always be ready. Have I done that thing? You know when people say literally, literally? Oh, I hate that. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. Literally didn't start it again. And my face, because I'm on video, which I hate, by the way, I'm like, yeah, that's just your on. face anyway. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this second episode of Business Marriage with me, James Burt, aka the Podcast King, and her... Hayley Affley Burt, the branding queen. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. Absolutely hate that. Never Podcast that again. King, branding queen, though. Maybe there's a... Maybe that's a thing. Maybe it is. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You, you're struggling uh, to talk right now. Have no, another just, sip of your tea. I haven't even... <laughs> Clay. Lovely capital. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show. Today we are going to be talking all things business, marriage, family and everything in between. We'll be taking you on a bit of a journey through the stuff that's been going on in our week and our lives and our businesses and discussing it with you, lovely lot who listen to the podcast. Yep. Thank you to everyone who's listened so far. Thank you for downloading the podcast, rating, reviewing, sharing. Thank you yep. for all the people who've Love been getting you. in contact with us. About the uh, small business shout outs and all that kind of good can't stuff. Can't wait for some free shit to come in the post. I can't wait. Don't forget, if you want to send us free shit, you can just click the link in the show notes so you can find out where to send us some free shit to. Uh, it's not uh, shit. We shouldn't probably say shit. Send us good stuff free if you want. Free great stuff. Free great stuff, please. Only great stuff. Uh, today we are talking about on the podcast, designing your life. Mm. Mm. Um, and this started because we were talking about sort of designing the, the business that you wanted. Yeah. And this sort of went on to a bigger subject of designing life. the life. That you wanted. Design in your life. You got the life that you want? I mean, it's every day I wake up and I'm like, how did I get so every goddamn day, lucky? Every day I write the book. I roll yeah. over and I look at you and I think, oh. Nailed it. Seriously. Nailed it. Everything I dreamed of. Do you need some romantic music to why you say these things to me? Then. What do you want me to say? <laughs> no, nothing. No, don't nothing, worry about it. Nothing romantic um, to say. Yes. So I, I've been listening to a guy recently, right? I love a, I love a podcast. Can you, you say hey? You get annoyed, yeah, Rob Deerdeck. You get annoyed, don't you? Because I get, I often to do chores, but yeah. and why is this wrong? People like, like I'll do the ironing. He is better at ironing than I am. To be fair, he does the ironing in this house. But people are like, I'll do it. It's fine. You go sit down, and then I'm like, it's been gone a while. And I go out into the utility room, and he's ironed one t-shirt. Now I'm not being that was, funny. That's one example. No, I know I'm not the best ironer. You're but horrific. it's a polo t-shirt for a kid that comes home looking like an absolute wreck anyway. And it's like... So we don't take effort with What are you fun. doing? So and then take... I realise he's just listening to a podcast. So he's just got his podcast on. What's he's loving it out there. Loving it out there. It's my, it's my job. I it's basically it is, CPD. It's continued professional development. It. Yeah, I do love so it. So watching shit chick flicks, that, that helps me, my creative flair. But if I was to just sit there going, I'm just going to watch a chick flick, you'd be like, having none of it. Hang on a second. You think I'd have an issue if you were watching a chip flick and doing the ironing? I'd have a problem with that. I didn't say doing the ironing. I'd, I'd have a problem with the ironing because everything would be getting burnt or film. fucking irrelevant, wouldn't it? <sighs> but anyway, so I listen to a fellow called Rob Deerdeck and he talks, and I love his podcast, by the way. In fact, I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes because I think it's brilliant. It's called Build with Rob. And he's Building a, Rob? Build with Rob. Oh, Build, build with, with Rob. Rob. And he's a very successful venture capitalist, but he was a former pro skater. 
I've talked about him before. I've probably told you about him before. You listen to this podcast. It's yeah. very good. But he's got a thing called the Deer Deck Machine and he calls it a venture studio. So he basically buy, he buys into businesses and he funds them with his venture capital, but he helps to build the business and the brand. So like a lot of VCs, they just lump some cash in yeah, to yeah. Hope for a return. But he actually helps them to develop the business model, okay. helps with the marketing, etc. And he's got food brands and lifestyle brands and clothing brands and he's got a shoe brand and all kinds of different stuff. Anyway, he his podcast started off talking to the founders of these businesses. But he's got this methodology, which he calls the rhythm of life. I should definitely make you listen to this. Okay. You make like me it. listen or just let me have the link. Because it's like, make, oh, I'm God, make here we you go. listen. Oh, make, you like, make you listen. I would encourage you to Thank listen. You. If you'd like to better yourself, and God knows there's a lot of betterment that you could be dealing with right now. Um, so he talks about something called the rhythm of rhythm of existence, and it's basically you know like I rate myself every day on these certain different areas. Yep. Right, <laughs> hopefully that got picked up on the camera. Then you didn't hear, you wouldn't have picked up on the, the sinister uh, sarcasm if you're just listening to the no podcast. Sarcasm. I love that why you did need you, all these things why every did, day. Why did you roll your eyes? Out? I didn't. It's just <laughs> go on. No, explain yourself. No, it's bad. It's not bad. It's I'm like I'm it. someone who just kind of. I'm pretty much... Muddles through. Not muddles through, but don't get me wrong, I do things and have... Do I have routines? Probably not. I probably do need routines. But I don't have to do like a series of things to help me like get through each day. I'm laughing, it's not funny. But James, it's just a bit of a running joke that he has to almost always have like these things that he has to do. Like now it's like cold shower... Wim Hof breathing, which is all fantastic stuff, don't get me wrong. And then he has like this checklist that he does every night where he checks for a list to see if he's done what he needs to do each day. I mean, it's great. It's great. I don't even know why I'm laughing. It's just become a bit of a running joke that you're so, no, no, just that I'm just so like laid back and just like let life just. Well, he's one, of the, he's one of the reasons, Rob Deerdex is okay. one of the reasons why I do that stuff because he's got something called the rhythm of existence and he's basically got four years worth of data where he rates it and he does it a bit more differently than I do. He rates himself on like <laughs> 0 to 10 and he gives himself a percentage score of like how effective he's been that day, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> That's probably why I don't do it. What? Because it'd just be like, yeah, not effective. Not, not, not. <laughs> but he basically, he looked at, so he's, he's someone who's been a professional skater and he's now sold 25 businesses, I think, or he's been involved in 25 businesses. And he's worth about $450 million, like wow. worth a lot of dough. Has a lot of success, but more than anything, he's happy. He does a school run every day. Oh, I he, love that. He, like, that's in his calendar. Mm. Does a drop-off. He does a pick-up most days. Um, he films 250 episodes of TV a year on a programme called Ridiculousness, which is like an MTV show. Never never watched it. But it's like a like a You've Been Framed kind of oh, thing. Right. Um, and he, do, he does that. So he's involved in a lot of stuff. But he said that what he started to work on and what he realised he needed to develop was his life. He needed to design the life yes. that he wanted and then everything fits into that. He said, because so many people do the opposite. Which we You do the do. stuff you have to do and you try and design yeah. your life or fit your life in around it. He's like, fuck that. Yeah. He doesn't say that way because he's much more articulate than I am. But he's like, design the fuck life that, that you want. Like, what do you actually yeah, want? Yeah, it's then so build true. build the life that you want. Mm. And then you can design it in that yeah. certain way. So that's what we're going to talk about today on the podcast, yeah. designing your life. Because that is very interesting and... You keep pressing it, so I feel like you're going to play something. Um, You know, when you're thinking about business and when we're starting, like we've started out, you do find that you probably prioritise things in the business, not necessarily more than you should, but more than... Much as you need to. Yeah, and, and I think it's... 
you know, I definitely know, like for me, I was saying in the last episode that of often we'll be working in the evening, et cetera, et cetera. And that's fine. But there are times when you're like, actually, I need a break. Like you need to let your brain rest. And I don't want to be working every night. Yeah, that's not what I want. Mm. I want us to be able to like connect. But like, do you know what I mean? Like I want to have evenings where we're relaxing together and enjoying each other's company. Um, But you feel like, well, I've got to do this because I'm running a business. But if you, but then if something come up, for example, you know, like we wanted to record this podcast, you chunk out your diary. Or if I've got like a coaching day, I chunk out my diary. I don't even think about anything. I don't, that's, that's out. Does that make sense? But we wouldn't do it for ourselves. Yes. Do you know what I mean? You wouldn't go, do you know what? I'm just going to switch off. So that's chunked out of my diary. We're going to sit and we're going to cook dinner together or watch a film together. Like the only time we really do that is on a Saturday, right? Saturdays are only It's the only like, night, night that we off. go like, okay, let's just like chill. But, we've, but we're both also saying that like we want to have more time off. And I remember like, when you started having your own, like running your own business, the one thing that you wanted to do, which was what your dad did, you wanted to be able to be there on the school run. That was one of your things. Mm. That was what success was for you to be one of the, and again, it sounds stereotype, but one of the, yeah, like, because it's often, I'll say it is more mums, to be fair. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But you wanted to be there. And then all of a sudden, you were never there. You were never there. And I remember saying to you, you've got to be careful because that was one of the things that you wanted. Mm. So what's it all for? So it's like, it's getting that balance, isn't it? There's also, I think, when you're starting a business, you have to be aware that stuff is cyclical as in it happens in cycles and it's also seasonal. So, for example, when you're cyclical. first... It's when hard, you're not it? Cyclical. 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 I found that Don't cyclical. do that cyclical. face. Cyclical. That's your face. <laughs> I'm not my teeth. No, no, it's just like over time your teeth are getting narrower. And when you do that face, it's like... I don't know. I wonder if we could ratty. actually get like one of them teeth people. <laughs> Did you say very ratty? Yeah, one of these teeth people. Hang on, no. Let's go back. Don't try and fucking... Yeah, like a rat. <laughs> Just, I don't know. Just look, when you do that, I'm like, it reminds me of something. Or like a bunny. Like a bug's bunny. Anyway. So I've been looking at your teeth the whole time we've been recording. <laughs> I've been being sick of my own mouth a little bit. But I've kept it quiet. What was my mind saying? You know, you've got like little, little vampire gnashes. Anyway, what was I even talking about before you slagged me off with my teeth? Cyclical. Cyclical. Cyclical and seasonal. So when you start a business... You are going to have to work long ass hours, but in majority of instances, and you're going to have to do stuff that's uncomfortable. Yeah. So I took, and we talk about, we were originally on this episode, <laughs> originally, we talk about the value of your time and the differences in our businesses. So, for example, you are sole trader by yourself, very high profit margin, but like ridiculously high profit margin, but you're your main cost. Yeah. But it's all your time. So mm-hmm. if you're not working, you're not earning. Yeah. Much like an old school hooker. <laughs> if you know <laughs> How have we even I got there? Um, but, so I, at the moment, like, if I'm not working, I've still got members of my team who are working. But because of that, I don't get paid no money. <laughs> so, <laughs> so as it stands at the moment, the business is turning over yeah, more money than it's ever turned so over. Great. And I've got less in my pocket than yeah. I've ever had in, in, entire, in my entire career. So that is what it is. But you have to... Again, it goes back to, and we'll touch on this in a minute, having a vision, you know what your vision is going to be. Mm. And your vision, by the way, when you're starting a business, will grow and it will 
mold and it will evolve and it will change because yeah. what you think you want at the start quite often like when you start your own business let's have it right you just want to work for yourself not somebody else yeah then that has its own barriage yeah. barriage barriage what's barrage a barrage barrier Oh, my brain has stopped working. That has its own barriers and challenges. Yeah. Around it. That's just a barrier and challenge becomes barringe. <laughs> Do you know I what? I should have had another cup of tea. I've got another confession. If I laugh too hard and I maybe need a wee a little bit, I could let I could wet myself. Is that, is that a thing that happens after you have kids? Yeah, because you're supposed to do like pelvic floor exercise. Why do you do that? <laughs> is that it chewing a toffee? <laughs> Why is it like a hand puppet? It's not like that anyway, it's like Oh my god. <laughs> oh, honestly. Oh. Uh, you're supposed to do pelvic floor exercises to strengthen the muscles down below after you've had children. Pardon. How many of those did you do? I don't, no, you're supposed to do them like every day. How many of those singularly did you ever like, do? Twice in about two years. Twice, fine. That's why you need a routine. If that had yeah. been me, I'd have been up every day, Wim Hof breathing, cold showering, and would. my vagina would have been rock tight. Rock tight. Rock tight. Oh, rock what, what was we even tight. talking rock about? We're, we're Design, mad. Designing a business. So I was going to say that I've been working on this a lot, like the whole vision of my business. And it's always like, feels like such a loaded question. And you know, like people say like, your vision board. And I think there's something really tangible about having a vision board and like seeing things in front of you that might inspire you. For example, like the dream house, like me and James, we know the house that we would both love to have, yeah. right? So I think that is really important. But then when in your business, you're thinking about your vision because it's important because I guess it's what's going to drive you. It's what for you, for example, when you bring in your team, you're going to share that vision with them so that everyone's on board with the vision. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And it took me a long while to think about what my vision is for the business because it also has to be something that's kind of bigger than you bigger than it ever can be does that make sense there's no like end to it so for example my vision is bringing businesses to life because I realized that through my um, design and branding company it's not just about the design for me it's actually like being by someone's side and helping them stay visible to create success in their business they're creating the success I'm just like a little cog in that wheel helping them but I realize that's what I love I love being part of it so it's like bringing businesses to life so it's not stagnant it's like things that are growing and I do think it is really important to have a vision but it can feel quite loaded do you know what I mean mm-hmm. to think about the vision I, and I and I find it I feel like I have moments of I see or what it could be, like how many staff I'd have, like where I'd want to work, but it doesn't necessarily feel reachable or, you know what I mean? Like I think you say it, but it it's them believing and kind of making it happen. So then do you really have a vision if you can't see it? Well, no, that's what I mean. So like, I would say, oh yeah, my vision is to have like, I only, I know that I want like a bespoke company. Like I, I don't want more than like a couple of handfuls of staff. And then I think, how oh many yeah. How many stuff you hold in your hands? How many stuff could I? How many, how many stuff? stuff could you hold in your hands? Probably only one, to be fair. To be fair, they'd have to be a tiny one. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean, but what's a hand? What's a couple of handfuls? Well, like ten. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean, like, well, like okay, ten fingers? You were not saying that you're like a finger of staff. <laughs> Why are you saying handful? A couple of handfuls of staff. You're you not- know what I mean? A handful's what five. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Twelve. <laughs> Let's just say twelve. This is number two people. I had the vision. number twelve in my head. Fine, 
But then it's like, where would we work? Would they be freelance? Would they be full time? Would we work in an office? If I did have an office, what would it look like? I can see the sort of office, but then I can't actually see the office. Does that make sense? No. So I could say, I want it to be this like cool brick office. I can see the sort of desks. I can see like the glass sort of um, separation. I can see like where we'd all sit and have a meeting. But then I think I couldn't tell you where that would actually be. But is that or how I would travel there. I don't know. Like some people say, mm. we're going to do a little exercise later, aren't we? And we're going to describe the perfect day. Yeah. You know, people say, what's the most amazing day in the life? Like, what would it look like? But yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I guess I'm just sounding out about vision. Like I think there's, there's almost like two different sides to it, isn't there? There's kind of like the vision that inspires you and keeps you focused and determined, taking action. But then does it, do you strike gold when you actually, like you say, Rob Deerdeck is actually changing his life to build that vision, make it reality. Yeah, but this is where... Whereas this, that's the thing, I'm not. Like, I don't know, like, what, at what point do you think, oh, I'm not actually making those steps to make that reality? Well, that's, I think, part of the the, the power. That was the loudest yeah, it was, slurp it? of tea really? ever. I didn't slurp, that was just a gulp. <laughs> this is a slurp. She's not a slurper. <laughs> this is a slurper. <laughs> don't slurp, it's horrible. I'm, I'm muting you. No. Finished? muted you because I don't want any slurping on this podcast but this is the thing right I think people aspire to be doing have more but I think they go about it the wrong way so they go be doing have but they want to have it then they want to do it then they want to be it Ooh. but I think you've got to do it in that order you have to yes. be more then you have to do more then you will have more as an outcome and as yeah. a result but when you're and by the way, I haven't got all the answers to this because I really struggle with vision. I know what yeah, I want to do in the next... pretty rubbish, aren't you? Th- well, I mean, that's that's kind of loaded in and of itself. And a lot of the positive psychologists <laughs> who listen to this podcast, of which I'm sure that. there's lots, they'll be like, actually, she's very negative sorry, yeah. impact on your life. Oh, maybe, sarcasm. Maybe. No, no. So what I mean is by rubbish in that, like we do in back life, back. like we just sort of meander and things yeah. just always, we just have always just kind of found our feet. Yeah. Whether we're, we don't realise that we're intentionally maybe making things happen, that's what I mean. When you say, when I, I say you're this. rubbish, if I said to you, oh, what, where are you trying to take it? Where are you trying to go? You're not very like, you don't really know. I'm trying to sell it for eight times you revenue. You might know where you're pivoting or where you're going in that respect. Does Ask that make sense? I, I, I didn't even hear what you said. You just spoke over me. What? You said you don't know where you're going. Ask me where I'm going. Where are you going? I'm going <laughs> to... Away from you. Where am I going? I'm going to sell this business for eight times multiple in 2026 to a larger agency. Amazing. What so are you going to do? Retire. Do what? I'm going to go to a tropical island. Oh, I like it. Ooh, hula. I'm going to sit on the beach. Attack a monkey, <laughs> by the sounds of it. And attack another monkey. Lots oh, of kids. around loads of kids. Oh, no, I don't want that at all. That went that is wrong. Not, yeah, this was good. And everything else went wrong yeah. thereafter, didn't it? No good. Um, so that's my vision. But actually, if you said to me, what are the incremental steps to get there? That I'm not too clear on. Yeah. See, I write the steps down. See, I have the vision a bit more now. And then I even have it to the point where I'm like, I've planned out, you know, when I'm going to bring in that next member of staff. When? Like soon. Like it's due in this quarter. Okay. But... Quarters, what I'm hello. Saying is, hello, Karen Brady. Quarters. <laughs> Quarters. But what I'm saying is, I might have it on paper, but I don't know that I actually go, oh, I've set this in my eyeline for this quarter, so I'm going to make it happen. Let me ask you this question. You might have it written down, but is it written on your soul? <laughs> Was that an actual question? Yeah. So does that actually mean anything to you? What? You write, so this is the thing with you sometimes. 
<laughs> by the way, this is there, there is no right or wrong. But sometimes you do you do things, but you don't really do them. Yeah. Like you write them down like, oh, here's my vision. But you're yeah, yeah, not yeah. attached 100%. to that vision. That's why I have to, the thing is with me, right? I learn by doing something. So, for example, if... <laughs> I just went for my next opportunity to play the music. I just love it. Sorry. Go on. So I learn by doing, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm done now. I am done. Your hands are really clammy. Oh, they are, aren't they? Why am I sweating? I think I'm nervous around you. You're so attractive. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, hello. <laughs> Don't you wee yourself. Yeah, I know. I feel like it. Do so you write something down? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just took a really sharp breath there. <laughs> I was going to choke. Um, Wouldn't happen if you uh, went off brove. Brove? Breathed. <laughs> Right, if you play that one more time, I'm leaving. What? It's annoying me. Stop. Stop. <laughs> this is what else. It's so annoying. When I get annoyed, I laugh. Shh, 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 relax. Don't touch on this relax. My hands will clammy too. Um, anyway, so I learn by doing. So I'm completely self-taught in my business. And I used to think that was a negative thing, but I'm like, actually, no, I'm celebrating that. So if I need to learn something, I learn it. I watch video, I go and train and I do it. So I think, yeah, there is an element with me. I am I can plan stuff out, but I'm not very good at going, okay, I need to 100% do that. Obviously, with my accountability um, coach, I have to stick to certain things and I get a kick out the bum. But yeah, I think I naturally just meander and then I get there rather than me actually proactively taking myself there does that make sense so how could you potentially this Why is my coaching session by the way because i'm just waiting to press that button again um how could you then <laughs> potentially go from like writing because again you're really weird Am I? I mean this in the nicest possible way but you you are good at like the big big picture <laughs> Sorry. Jesus just move away from the microphone when you drink you're good at the big big picture and you're quite good at knowing exactly what you've got to do in the next five minutes, but that bit in between, between five minutes and like Ten years, your dream, I'm shit. You're not you're not that good at. I'm getting better, should we say? Yes. I'm getting better at. But like I say, you learn, and you're very good at this. To be fair, you're not somebody who like reads loads of books for the sake yeah. of it, or watches loads of fucking podcasts or yeah. information for the sake of it. Like you need to learn about a thing. Yeah. You watch a video on the thing, and you execute on that. So, yeah. do you think that you maybe need to execute on? I guess more like directive goal setting or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's just like, for example, like I know I want to diary for you to yeah, work on that vision. Hundred percent, and we're going to do another episode on like time management, that kind of thing, because I'm awful at blocking out my diary. Are you things. awful? Or are you getting better? I'm getting better, but blocking out my diary to focus on certain areas. For example, I know I'm going to need to bring someone into my team, and rather than proactively start looking and getting to that point at a nice natural pace I know what I'll do I'll get so overworked that it gets to a point where it's like I have to have someone else does that make Mm -hmm. sense that's the difference I sort of like I throw myself in the deep end and then I'll find the way out but yeah so I need to mix it up like you say just start designing your life to fit into what you actually want like it yeah, that's almost actually that's that's a good sort of summary, isn't it? A mm. lot of people have a lot; they fit their life around their work. Yeah. Whereas maybe the more proactive way to do it is to build the life you want and fit your work into the life that you're trying to achieve. Yeah, love it. Oh, I like that. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. 
The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. So we, so that's like business design in the life, and, but it affects obviously your personal life. So we were saying in the last episode how Christmas is, Valentine's Day, all these kind of occasions for me and James has just become like an afterthought. We don't really make that much effort, do we? No. I mean, it's different obviously with the kids. It's all about them, right, for Christmas and stuff. Yeah, of course. But there is also an element, especially because we're always working and we're always talking about working, where we do need to start making time to just spend time with each other. And we're going to talk about that when we talk about designing your family time. I'm a bit concerned about this section because you, the first question you got here is, am I everything you dreamed? Yeah, of. Of. Are you just asking me that question? Yeah, why not? Am I? Am I everything you dreamed This can sound a bit cheesy, but you're actually like, you're pretty close. I'm pretty close. You're pretty close. What? What? When I was younger, if I'd, if I'd have like drawn out my ideal person. Like a stick drawing. Like a stick drawing, yeah. it would have been, yeah, like stick, big boobs, <laughs> nice brown hair, um, good to have a laugh with. So for all intents and purposes, stick, big boobs, brown hair, all right to have a laugh with. You're all pretty right. close. Not good. All right now. No, so we've gone down would, a grade again. I would, yes. I would, yes. I would, yes. You are pretty. <laughs> so articulate, James. Yeah, I would. I would say that you're my dream Everything girl. Everything you dreamed of. Yeah. Okay. And what about life? Is life what you dreamed of? No. 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 It's wow, not. you said that really quickly. No, but it's not. <laughs> no. But I think there's also. <laughs> wow. This is where people get into a state of. Oh, I don't even know how you describe it. I think there's the the reality that you think that you want and the reality that you've got. Yeah. And I think there's a gap in between, and you could even use that as fuel to get to the next place that you want. Yeah. In, for all intents and purposes. I've had it twice in two weeks, actually. This is really interesting. So is I it? was walking through... Yeah, well... <laughs> don't make me play my jingle again. I, think I was I walking my through jingles. Leicester Square every day. Leicester Square, yes. Leicester Square. And when I was back in the radio days, my dream was to work at like Radio X or XFM as it was called back in the day. And I used to go for a lot of meetings around that neck of the woods. So I'd go to Radio 1, I'd go to Radio 2, and I'd walk across Golden Square, I'd go to Absolute Radio. So I spent a lot of time in that area. And I would kind of like visualise myself walking and I'd do this every time. It's really weird actually when I think about it. I'd walk across Golden Square and then I'd walk down to Leicester Square, which were the two sort of big radio hubs in London. And I'd, imagine, I'd walk across Leicester Square as if I was walking to work to go to XFM. And sometimes I would be going into XFM because yeah. I used to go and play the music for my actual job that I had. But I would imagine in my head... That was me going to go to work. I'd go up, I'd always chat to the security guard. He's like, hello, mate, how are you? And I was like, imagine if I go in there every day yeah. and he knows I'm on there and they're always playing the radio. I was like, imagine if they're all listening to your show in there. I used to kind of like visualise that. Anyway, that was my kind of dream. When I realised that the radio thing wasn't going to pan out exactly as I wanted it to, I kind of like shifted my dream a little bit. And then I fell in love with podcasting. In 2012, I started listening to them. In 2014, I found like the School of Greatness podcast. Then I was in, like I was hooked. I loved it. That's all I listened to. Podcast, podcast, podcast. And I remember thinking to myself, imagine having 30 grand in the bank and making podcasts for a job. That would be like the dream. Oh my God, it happened. And then it happened. And then the other thing I thought about the other day, 
So that was like, I had a moment where I was walking across Gold's Way. I was like, fuck, this is what I used to dream of. Yeah. Like, imagine if I was, and again, it goes back to having team and all that kind of stuff. Like, my team were working on the day to day stuff for our clients, and I was going to interview someone amazing for my own personal podcast. And I was like, this is what I wanted. And at those moments, you really got to take stock and take a step yeah. back and go, fuck, this was, this was it. Yeah, yeah. This is what I was after. And um, so I had that on the Tuesday last week. Then on Saturday, I'm doing a little home workout. No, Sunday, I'm doing a little home. <laughs> Hopefully the camera's caught that. What was that little, what was that shitty little eye roll about? The workout, the home workout that ends up being an argument every weekend. I just, I just can't believe I can't find half an hour to train. I just... Yeah, you've got two kids and we've got a birthday party and we've got to make 50,000 sandwich quarters because we didn't buy the platters yet again. Finished? Yep. So I was in the gym, doing, or in the garage, doing a little gym workout. Gym. Gym. Garage. Fucking hell. Rank in between the garage. boxes, shit. <laughs> the spider's webs. The garage that has been the... cleared out so many times and still looks horrendous. Because yeah. we don't throw nothing away in this house anyway. Let's not get into personal details, okay? So anyway, so I opened the garage door. And as it came out, open, the someone's coming up. And I was like, do you know what? I remember thinking to myself, and we said this, we wanted to be a double Audi family. I don't know why we even had that realisation. We wanted, people. Yeah, but we wanted to have two Audi. Imagine like, we yeah, wanted we two did. Audis. I don't know why. And I always wanted a garage where you press the door and the door goes up. Wow. And I was like, I've just pressed the door button up. <laughs> and outside, yeah. it's two black Audis. Might be like a door that looks like it's from the Amsterdam Horror House, but it's a door that goes up. And it might be like... Two really, really dirty Audis on HP, but hey, yeah. still yeah. got the two. It's got so many crumbs in my car from the kids. Still got the thing. And I was like, actually, there's another moment. I was like, yeah. wow, this was like. It is. It, when you're yeah. going through the day to day, you yeah. haven't designed your exact life. Like, is it exactly what I want? No, I'd love to. I'd love to have millions of pounds in the bank. I'd love to have absolutely no financial concerns. I'd love to have a team of 20 odd people who are doing the work every day. I'd yeah. love to spend every day just making podcasts and doing yeah. cool stuff. But actually, when you look at it. It's not what, that bad. It's not. It's not. It's not, not even not that bad. It's a great step yeah, yeah. towards where you want to be and I think as soon yeah. as you're not working towards something or going yeah, somewhere yeah. then what are you doing it and all I f- for? and I think that's what's been so amazing um on the episode that we thought was so boring that we're not sure we'll even put out we spoke about our journey of all the kind of careers and companies we've had etc and it makes me realize how you know, when you know, I said about like having that flow, when you know that you're doing the right thing. And I think even though we know things aren't perfect and we still got a lot to learn about business and we still got loads of challenges and growth to go through, we're both doing exactly what we want to be doing. Mm. And I think, you know, like when you look at your day, you know, like I say, I'll get stressed with the kids getting them out to the school run. But then I think, you know, that we are how great that we can be around to take them to the school run and pick them up every day. And, you know, how great that I can just go in my office at home and work from there and... Shut the door and and forget about the shit. I've created this whole business just from doing that. Um, So, yeah, I think it is really important to sometimes take that step back and actually review where you're at. And it's it's like with family life, isn't it? Even like married life, for example. You know, when we met, you know, you're young. Like we, We always laugh about... Couldn't keep your hands off me. Yeah, you were so irresistible. Now you have the exact opposite problem. <laughs> now it's like, oh. Can't put your hands near me. <laughs> just can't bother to go near. Do you know why? We do don't need why? to go here. No, do you know what? You get to, you get to a point in on. marriage. Come on, tell them all. You get to a point in marriage where you've looked at the same face for 16 <laughs> years. Where the fuck are you going with this? You cut me off. Um, Continue. 
you look at the same face for 16 years and you think, do you know what? I'd rather just roll over and go to sleep. But then sometimes you think, do you know what? Let's just have a little cuddle or a little kiss. And then you just get the wrong idea. You just get the wrong idea and it's like you just ruin it. You just ruin it. Because I've just wanted a cuddle. Yeah, but this is the thing. When you you are you are quite you you are quite cold. So when they when I am so you, not cold. You are cold. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm sorry. Listen, I am for anyone sorry. that knows me, am knows I cold? You're cold? Am I cold? I'm so not cold. Why are you asking a studio audience who's not here? Yeah, like because anyone you know who what say. knows me who's listening. Anyway, so this is the problem, right? When you're a little bit cold. And then all of a sudden you're not cold and you're like, oh, let's have a cuddle. I think that cuddle is code for fun cuddle. Yeah. But then it's not. No. So then before you know it, then you're not having the cuddle. No. You're not having the fun cuddle. And then because you're not getting the fun cuddle, and you then, don't want to have the cuddle. And then James goes from like, we're fine to like, we've got like marriage issues. No, that, is a, little bit, that is a little bit overdramatic. I just can't do this anymore. I don't I'm really, I don't, so unhappy. No, I don't really say that that often. I've said that like two or three times. I'm like... See you later. Yes, yeah, great conversation. But um, but anyway, great. Glad we brought that. I love you, really. Fun cuddle after this. <laughs> going for pizza. Not a that, euphemism. That, that, that Not music a euphemism. has got you written all over it. It's just so. Are you sure, you don't want a fun going cuddle. Going nowhere. Just not that you're going nowhere. Sorry. Wow. Do you know what? I just feel like we do need a bit of uh, a disclaimer here that we are quite sarcastic to one another. Yeah. But it's all in jest, really. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, great yeah, laugh, yeah. guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, so sorry. Like even like married life, you know, it changes, doesn't it? Like what you think it's going to be like, and the reality can be different than but having. This is the thing. It it changes. But it can because get you better. don't design your life. Yeah, yeah, true. So again, I was listening yeah. to Rob Deerdeck the other day. Rob Deerdeck is my flipping hero, man. But when I was listening to Rob Deerdeck, Rob Deerdeck, Rob Deerdeck, I'm manifesting him into my real life. But he has a date night every week with his wife. Amazing. We just couldn't even dream of that, could we? But we we maybe on Saturday night, for example, we'd eaten so much bread at this <laughs> Louis party, we fell asleep. The one night we had together, we fell asleep by half yeah. past eight. We're in bed at nine o'clock. Yeah, but that was like complete carb coma. But yeah. That is, but that is one of you the reasons why we want to have that. We want to have it where we have once a once, we have it. <laughs> once a month date night. So we're hoping that the community will give us some ideas of dates we need to go on. But we should be doing that as by ourselves and designing that life and making that important. Yeah. Same with the kids. Like lately, we we've just been so like shattered after the week, and it's nice the kids like playing at home. But sometimes we're like, oh, let's just have a chill one at home. And the kids, I wouldn't say they get bored because they're pretty good, aren't they? Like entertaining themselves. But actually, going no, out and doing not. stuff, they're they're good at entertaining themselves to a point. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, can you do you this? Can you do that? Like, and then I think, well, you know what? Like sometimes it's easier to actually go out and do stuff. And then also, when you're going out and doing stuff, you are making memories. Same with like holidays. Obviously, with lockdown and things, we didn't go away. We used to travel all the time, didn't we? And then when we set up our businesses, obviously the reality was that, well, the world wasn't travelling. But when we could again, it's like, well, you can't justify 
spending all that money could you to go like abroad no. and travel all this but we started making a new tradition and we go away every summer with like a whole group of friends we go to like Devon and Dorset and it's amazing and one of my things this year I was like you know again it all goes back to designing your life is like I want us to have regular holidays and I'm not even talking it doesn't have to be abroad it could be anywhere just to have some quality time away so I've, got, on the Nays. I've got family on. down in Wharton on the Nays which is in Essex and we love it down there like Costa even just to go away for a weekend just to spend that quality time together. And I think that's something I'm realising, like, that's not just going to happen unless we make the time to do it. None of this is. No. Nothing that you want happens by accident. Yeah. Somebody put that as a clip, because that is powerful, right? But it's true, isn't it? Nothing is going to happen by accident. Like, everything you've got is a result of the actions that you've taken. Yeah. So if you're... And again, it's not about being dissatisfied because yeah. I'm very satisfied with our life I'm very content with our yeah, life yeah that's but- the thing I'm content but there's also that feeling of like we do this now to get that when we've done this when we get to there then we can have that does that make yeah. sense and yes in some in some realities that's true like if it's a finance thing for example if you need that amount of money to get that that's fine but but a lot of the things that we're actually striving for quality time with our family making memories that sort of thing you don't act, it's not about money like it's a, it's more about time, mm. but we put so much focus time on our business. We're building this to improve our family in the future. That actually, all these years go by. I, I hear it so often. So when I work with clients, first thing I always do is like a brand consultancy, and I get them to almost like take me through their a bit of a life story, really, because I really want to understand it. And the amount of times I hear people that have like climbed the success ladder or whatever or like become really big in a in a certain industry or occupation and realize that actually they hated it and it's not what they wanted and they miss like years of like their kids growing up or their marriage broke down because they didn't make that a priority does that make sense mm. and that's what i think with me and you because we've both got similarities in our businesses and our thought process we almost that's our like thread that almost keeps it together like just imagine if one of us didn't the thing that's holding our marriage together like, is our work <laughs> a lot of hand going with this? no but i'm just saying you can see how a lot of people it can break down that communication if you don't make an effort to have those moments of that quality time together i think as well go back to the design of your life i think a lot of it comes down to in business and your family comes down to communicating the vision that you've got yeah because i think if one person is on one path and one person is on the other path you're not completely sure on where you're both yeah. going then it could be i could see how it would be especially yeah. if you're a bad communicator if you're doing this and a good mate of mine a mentor to me really a guy called paul who's sort of a like a chairman role in one of in, in my podcast production agency he did exactly this he scaled up a, an architect's practice from from 14 people to 126 people it went from 400 grand loss to 26 million quid in revenue in 18 months wow. fucking unbelievable but he never took his his wife along on the journey yeah and literally four years later he came home one day and she you know the, the warning signs yeah. been there she's like if this doesn't change then i will be gone yeah and he had this sort of like a bit of a pre and ego about him at that point and he was around a lot of very high net worth people and he's working on the biggest you know like property projects in the country yeah and he maybe thought his shit didn't stink or whatever it may be and he came home one day she had gone 
she'd actually emptied the house and she'd left. I'm assuming he's, he's publicly announced Oh, you see, yeah, he said this quite a few times. Okay. But then he, and I said, well, what did you do? He said, I, I, I sat on the floor and I cried for six hours. He said, oh. and he's not a crier. Yeah. He's from somebody who's from quite a tough background. He yeah. don't cry. He's not overly emotional. He said he just cried for six hours. Because I suppose you don't like realise that it's got to that point. No, because you, you're so blinkered to it. And, and I he think... was like, and he said, to your point, he was trying to build this life for yeah. the family, but he hadn't told the family... And he missed every ballet yeah. recital, every play. He was on a plane every every other week yeah. to somewhere else. He was, you know, at home less than he yeah. was away. But he was doing it for the family. And I remember he said that his wife wants to turn around to him. And Joe, you've, you've met her. She's fantastic. And she's like, really, to the point mm. she went, I never asked you to do that for us. Yeah. That's it. You've oh, got whoa. to be careful. Like, who yeah, are you yeah. doing it for? Yeah. And actually, I find myself being so sure on the kind of, business or that I'm trying to create and you know I hold my hands up I'd probably fall more into a lifestyle business category in that which is fine if yeah, that's the vision yeah and um I remember quite a lot recently saying to you be careful what you're be careful what you're wishing for mm. like you've actually I'm not saying because of me but you've actually made quite a few big decisions in where your business is pivoting to based on actually I don't want that I don't want to be the same as this company over here yeah I want to go down this route and it's like just coming back to, it's not about, yeah, you've got to put in the hours and you've got to put in the work. Like, it's not about thinking that, you know, you haven't got to put the effort in, but it is getting a balance. Because you Basically say you want to be there to pick your kids up, but then you're never there. Well, it's great saying, well, I'm doing this for our future, but then all of a sudden, By you know, Louis at secondary school and he don't want you to pick, he don't want you to pick him up anymore. Does that make sense? And all say of a sudden, it. no, but I'm saying but all of a sudden you don't it. get that time back. And don't get me wrong, I hold my hands up. Like the days when I'm screaming them out the door, get in the car because we'll get to school and I think I should cherish I should be cherishing these moments but you don't always so I think it's just being aware and making a bit more of a conscious effort to design the life definitely I think it's time for our small business I think you're right small business shout Shout out. out So unlike a lot of other podcasts, we're not looking for big brands to pay us thousands of pounds. <laughs> Actually, we would love that to happen. We would love but it. Until, Who that are we happens, kidding? until that happens, we're going to give away this valuable advertising space to a small business that we love. Yeah. Uh, or a great experience that Just we've had. So this is our small business yeah. shout out, uh, where in the last couple of weeks, we were, you know, maybe have had a good experience somewhere, maybe some great food, some great drinks, some great, great customer care. Yeah. Um, you had it at Tesco's. Oh, I did actually. Didn't you? We do Can so I shout many, it out? Can't forget, Tesco's is a small business shout out. Well, maybe we shouldn't say small business, just say business shout out. Okay, but it does, like from an alliteration small standpoint. Small business shout out. Okay, I won't, so I won't shout them out then. Oh, go on, no, because he was great, wasn't he? So basically, this was the dilemma. So Louis was having an afternoon tea party and had lots of people coming over. So I go to pick up my click and collect, which I was really proud of myself for getting organised because we're a bit last minute.com, aren't yeah. we? And I turn up and I say, we don't, life. We don't design circle. our life. And I say to the guys, everything there. And he says, there's one thing that's missing. And I'm like, what is it? Guess what it was? Oh my God, this is so intense. It was the gluten-free scones. You are fucking kidding me. No, seriously. Me. It's like me and my friend, gluten-free scones, there's no scones. I'm like, oh, this there's is a disaster. There's always something missing from your shops, to be fair. This is your... a disaster. So I say to the guy, look, if it's not here, what's the chances of it being actually in the shop? And he said, it could be because it's two different companies. It's bizarre. Okay, cool. At that point, a manager comes walking along. He's like, what are you looking for? I said, can you believe it? This guy was like, he was he was hooked. No gluten-free scones. He's like, goes on his computer. He's like, there's one left. There's one left in the shop. I'm like, okay, cool. One so I get in my car and then I drive spot. around to the main supermarket. I could have walked, but I drove around. 
Hold on. No, no. I knew you were going to say that. It's because I was in the click and collect section and you have to... Click and collect. Click and collect. Click and collect. So then I park up, I go into the store, I ask someone where the gluten-free free for is. This, I go there. This is layers of detail we don't need. This guy is there and I'm like, oh, hello. He's like, I've just had to look on the shelf and it's not there. So Nightmare. I'm going to get... I know. He's like, so I'm going to get someone to look out the back. I was like, oh my God, five minutes later, he comes out with a packet of scones. What? Don't even know it was amazing. He literally well, got went to the shop and you got the thing you wanted. But he from found the that shop. one pack of scones. How good on him, to be fair. Great. I was so service. happy. Where did this happen and what date? That was in case they're listening. That was um, at the Crittles Corner. Well, it's not Crittles Corner, is it? Sick Up. Sick Up Tesco's Sick mega up store. Tesco, mega, mega store. So the uh, the duty manager on Saturday morning, the twenty eighth. Very smart. Yeah, he was in a he was in a nice suit, tall guy, very very great customer customer service so i know tesco's are probably big fans of this show so if you are work at the tesco's head office if you want to give us some free vouchers feel on. free we're not asking for a freebie we want the guy to get the recognition that he deserves then no that's really weird i don't think i did anyway the small business shout out that we we're supposed yeah, to do go for it. actually small business is battle bar Ooh. at the o2 arena small so, business at the o2 arena well, they are a small independent business okay I think. yeah um so i went there the other day i was going for dinner with some pals it's a business pals um, because we're launching something very exciting and it was like the pre-launch dinner celebration sort of thing. Anyway, I ended again. up and pff, I, all you do is talk about yourself, how brilliant you are. Oh, I'll go for a brand consultancy. I see we doing subconscious fucking selling. Don't think it's in my first rodeo, mate. Mate. I, I know what you're up mate. to. Mate. Anyway, so I'm going to this business dinner um, but I got there early. Traffic was Traffic was light. Traffic was light to medium. You went in for detail. I'll give you some detail. Anyway, so I was there at the O2 earlier, half an hour earlier, but like, what am I going to do? I said, I could go. I could just go and sit in a bar. I don't really drink. So I was like, I don't really drink. I just don't drink. Um, as Hayley revealed on episode one, I used to drink too much, it turns out. I didn't realise it was such a problem. But it turns out if you listen to episode one, if you haven't yet done so, click the link and you can go back and listen to that episode. Anyway, so I thought, well, what shall I go and do? And there's a place called Battle Bar, Sounds which good. is a bar, but you don't just go and have a drink. They've got all kinds of stuff. They've got axe throwing. Crazy golf. Um, I know what you're thinking. Booze and I'm thinking axes. Fine, yeah. Probably bad crazy. idea. They've got um, shuttleboard, shuffleboard, or whatever it's called. They've got pool tables, all kinds mm. of stuff. So I thought I'm going to go in. So I walked in. And I said, um, "I'm a bit of a Billy Nomad. It's got no pals with me. I'm a bit early for dinner. Can I? Can I go play golf on my own? Do I have to book in? He's like, "Of course you can go book in." I said, "Is that sad? He went, it's a bit sad, mate. You can still go." He was joking. Oh. I was like, "Oh, Bants. So I'm already sold by on this point." So he goes, "Yeah, of course you can go." I said, when can I just go now? He said, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's, it's really quiet upstairs. Go for it. I said, cool. How much is it? It's like nine quid. I'm thinking, brilliant. I'll kill half an hour. Nine quid. Anyway, he turns around. He goes, beep, 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 beep. He's doing his thing on the till. He goes, um, I'll give you the NHS discount because you're by yourself. Oh. I'm thinking, I feel a bit bad now because there's like yeah, heroes yeah, yeah. and shouldn't have to pay I for stuff. I mean, you have stuff. given up a kidney before. So. Oh, come on now. Don't Hero. go down that route. Don't go down that route. But it, I didn't do the kidney thing myself, though. The real hero is the guy who can pull the kidney out of you. That's right. the actual hero, isn't it? Carry on. But anyway, so he gives me the NHS discount. So I'm now getting in for £7.60. Wow. So I've had a right touch. £7.60 for 30 minutes of pure joy. Pure joy. Then gets better than that. He says, do you know what? He said, could you buy yourself... I'm going to give you a free drinks voucher. My goodness. So no. now, what's a drink these days in London? Five, six quid? Probably. If not more. So I'm basically getting golf for free. Whoa. But the guy just did it just as Blows lovely customer service. Wow. Thank you. Nice so, to know it's still exists. Sorry, what, have we, we over-talked no, your amazing. story about fucking a guy who works in a supermarket and found you the that thing you wanted? Anyway, we're going to we're gonna finish this. You just cut me off. Sorry, I thought you were finished. You were cutting me off. My great story. So shout out to Battle Bar. I went there on 
Monday the 25th, whoever was your January. guy on the on the main till, that guy's a ledge. Although he's just giving you loads of free stuff, so he's probably got in trouble now. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. He didn't do it. So as we're talking about designing your life today on the podcast, we've decided we're going to do a little section called yeah, Your end, Perfect Day in the Life. Two. Um, so what we're going to do, we've talked about sort of building out <sighs> a vision out. for your business and for your life. Um, so I want to find out what is... Don't knock that. Sorry. What is your dream day in the life? So do you actually know this? I think we need to shut our eyes. I think you should go first. Okay. So let's... Let me put... Give me some, give me some inspiration. Okay. You love this one? No, not that. No, I need something calmer. Okay. okay. Oh, sorry, no. not that again. Okay. okay. Yeah. I want you to close your eyes. Oh, this is like a, this is like a no, I want you to meditation. picture the perfect day. If you're scared of water, this is probably not the perfect day, is it? What does it look like? Where are you? What are you doing? Mm. Tell me. A perfect day. Where are you? I'll probably be on the beach. Oh. Um, something that involves you in a bikini. I'm always a fan of that. <laughs> Oh, my perfect day. Why have you taken the bikini off? <laughs> don't, don't drop that on the floor. Oh, you dropped it. Fantastic. Dream day done. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Join us next God. time for more dream day. No, go on then. What's your what's okay. your dream day? Put it on. Oh, okay. okay. What if you don't like the beach? You're you're very much like driving your narrative here. I love the beach. So okay. it's fine. I'm lying on the beach. Got my son. I don't want... There's too many kids. Oh. oh. is that is that the one you had? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm laying on the beach yeah. and I'm laying on the sun lounger what are you and wearing? it's really warm. <laughs> I'm wearing a swimsuit. Ooh. Onesie? <laughs> Backless. <laughs> Backless. I don't know. I've what got my beach hat ones? on. What about... Have you seen that new style where the, like, the underboob thing? What the fuck I design is that? Honestly, I, this, the amount of weird shit you see on yeah. like some of these... Clove sites, it's odd. You know, like the ones that got like all these like. I got, straps I get like the push up bra thing, and it's, it's sort not of, like, good for sun tanning. Anyway, shut up. I'm on the I'm on the sun lounger. Because on those ones, you have like a brown tit on the top and a brown anyway, tit on the bottom. And white so I've got my sun hat on. I've got a nice cocktail next to me. You don't even drink. And then James says, "I'm going to go and take the kids off for like an hour." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, this is just heaven." And I'm like laying on the sun lounger. And I'm listening to some music, probably some sort of like... Shit Blondie. Yeah, some... Why do you keep saying Blondie? Like, I never listen to Blondie. Anyway. What's that one you like? Maybe I've got some like, you know, some power ballads. No, maybe I've got some like chilled Ibiza-y type music and I'm just like lying there. And I can just feel the heat and then I'm just like, I'm loving it. I'm chilling out. And then there's like a buffet cart that's that's just got everything like gluten-free. So I can just like go up and get like a plate full of food. Like I'm eating like a gluten-free pizza, desserts, just on my sun lounger. And it's just silence. And the sun's, it's getting to the end of the day and the sun's coming down. It's your favourite bit of the day, isn't it? And then the kids come back and it's just fucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Fantastic. Thanks for sharing your dream day. No, in all jokes, I love, um, I do love the beach. And I love but I love being on the beach with the kids as well. Goes back to your point earlier, though, of being careful what you wish for and what you want versus what you've got. Because in your dream day there, I know you're being a bit sort of facetious, but actually chilling out on the beach, yep. having an hour by yourself yeah. to listen to some tunes and then yeah. have some nice food. 
Like that is very doable. Yeah. Like that you do not need to do 18 hours a day. So I'm going to book a holiday a by myself for a week to just go and chill on a sun lounger. Trust me. Love it. It's not that fun. I'll do you a deal. We'll book a holiday. Okay. I'll make sure I lose my bikini top. I feel like... Hang on. Hang on. Now you've got my interest. What? I'll get an hour each day just to have an hour to myself. Your dream life was me losing my bikini top. And mine's to have an hour on the sun lounge eating food. Yeah, but by you know you're going to trick me because you're just going to. Like, so, are we going to deal? No, 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 I'm not shaking on that because, Why? You're, because the deal's. You're going you're gonna to trick me here. Why am I going to trick you? Because like, my idea of you losing the bikini top is it like it's previously been on, then it goes missing. You're just going to lose it. But like, oh, you said I'm going to lose it, so I lost it. Hang on. What? What are you saying it's here? It's going to go on and then I'm going to lose it. What are you talking yeah, you're about? Saying, I'm saying, like, my dream is like we're on the beach and you lose your bikini top. Yeah. But you're just going to lose the bikini top without it having previously been on. That's not what I was thinking, but that's really not what I was thinking. Oh, that goes deal. Shaking it. Great dry hands. On that note, time to go get a pizza. I think it is time to go get a pizza. If you have enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please do us a favour and uh, give it a rating, give yes. it a review wherever you download it. Um, share it with a friend as well. If you yes, enjoy this definitely. conversation, the real side of business and marriage and life, share this out with some of the people in your life. Um, let us know. Also, if you'd like to get in touch, ask a question, share us a confession, let us settle a partner battle. Yeah, make sure you email hello at businessmarriagepod.com That's hello at businessmarriagepod.com You can click the link in the show notes. And also, if you want us to shout out your brilliant business, then send us some information about yourselves and we'll give you a shout out. 100%. This has been Business Marriage. I've been James Burt. She's been Hayley Appleby Burt. We hope... Why are you scratched? Yours just answer for me. I'm Hayley Appleby Burt. Right, Jesus Christ. You don't have to stop it. So, I've been James Burt. And I've been Hayley Appleby Burt. And this has been Business Marriage, talking to you about the real fucking nonsense of business and marriage. We'll join us again. We'll, we'll join us again for another episode of Business Marriage some other time. Thanks for tuning in. Goodbye. Bye. Losing the bikini top. Now it's talking. Thursday day. Is it bad that I find you attractive still? So sue me. This show is a phonic media production.